And welcome to another episode of the Talking Crack Podcast. I am the KOC. I'm here with the lovely Eileen BTS. What's going on, Eileen? Not much, doctor. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How's your week been going? Good. I just got back from a really good weekend. Only worked two days last week. Went on a nice trip. How convenient. How nice. (laughs) It was pretty awesome. (laughs) Here we are picking up your slack and carrying the load for Eileen when she's out. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So Eileen, I hear you want to go through a little name change. Me? Yeah. On my Instagram? Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> so you want to drop the BTS from your name? I do want to drop the BTS. I think um, because the band, the Korean pop, K-pop band is bigger than me. So I'm like, damn. I think damn. it's cool though. No, I think a lot of people use BTS. I want you to keep it. Okay. It does mean behind the scenes. I, want, I wanted to bring it into the podcast because I wanted the fans to know that we love your name. The peeps. And I want you to keep it. All right. Sounds good. You are officially Eileen. BTS. BTS. I am. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So let's get into it. So it is Pride Month mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of news uh, recently about um, the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard that the Florida governor mm-hmm. wants to ban transgender women from school sports. Have you heard about this? I think I heard kind of a little, a little bit about it. Not too much. Um What's going on with that? So he wants to basically stop, I believe, biological males mm-hmm. who transition to a female from mm-hmm. competing against biological female females in high school sports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. Or I guess school sports in general. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you feel about that? I feel As someone that's played sports before Mm -hmm. and competed, Mm -hmm. you know, just for fun uh, against boys, um, I think it's two separate levels of of strength when it comes down to like physical strength. Yes. um, I think boys possibly carry a little more or do carry a little more strength than girls do. So I feel that that may be a fair disadvantage to women um, and people who identify as girls. Um, So I, I really just... I, I don't think it'll be quite fair. It'd definitely be a fair, fair disadvantage, an unfair disadvantage to girls. Yeah, I think, so here's my take. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard for them to prevent things like cheating, mm-hmm. right? So how do we know, uh, and not to you know put any disrespect on anyone who's going through a transition, mm-hmm. uh, but how do we know people aren't going to take advantage of this and mm-hmm. if they're not, let's say a male who's competing against other males is mm-hmm. just feels like he's not good enough. How do we know they're not going to kind of make that leap into the female sports mm-hmm. and kind of dominate in that aspect? You know what? You know what I just thought of? What? And I know, I think you know what I'm going to think about, which, what I am thinking about, which is the movie Joanna man. Joanna man. <laughs> <laughs> when he, it's uh, who, who is it? Wesley Snipes? No, it's no, not no, Wesley not. Snipes. No. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> um, but he's, 
he's not, he's one of the best players in the NBA, supposedly in this movie. Uh-huh. And he gets kicked out of, you know, the NBA. And then he kind of starts dressing as a woman and then goes play the, on the women's league. Yeah. So he's obviously going to be, he was obviously the best. And, yeah. you know, he became number one. <laughs> and that's, I Jamal feel like. Jamal Jeffries. Yeah, Jamal Jeffries. That's exactly Miguel, who. Miguel Nunez Jr. was the name there of the actor. <laughs> With Vivica A. Fox in that yes. movie. That's a funny movie. It's a good movie. But that's a good example of how. Not to, to, you know, make a joke of the mm-hmm. situation, but that's a good way to um, illustrate how the strength uh, and coming from a physician, the strength mm-hmm. of a mi- biological born male mm-hmm. at, let's say, a high school level mm-hmm. uh, can be far more um, significant than the strength of a female athlete. And mm-hmm. the level of play is a lot higher. So it would be at a huge disadvantage. Mm-hmm. I feel for the biological females who are competing, mm-hmm. um, almost like an unfair advantage that the other person will be getting. Yeah, and I also feel that um, for the women competing, it would it would kind of take that away from them in the sense that they would never really have the chance to, you know, be the number one or be sure. at the top because exactly. there's always going they there would be someone who's you know, biologically a male sure. who would be better than them. Yeah, of so course. Of that course. would, you know, that I think that would be devastating to women's yeah. sports. And I, I remember watching an interview um, where Serena Williams was on the podium after a tournament mm-hmm. and she got asked a question, would you ever want to join the men's uh, side of tennis? Mm-hmm. And she flat out said, I, I would get my butt whooped Mm -hmm. by any of the males because Mm -hmm. the strength factor is so different. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to keep up. And she's probably one of the greatest female athletes ever Mm -hmm. to play any sport. And probably one of the greatest athletes in general ever Mm -hmm. to dominate a sport. So she's up there with goat status. Mm -hmm. And um, for her to to say something like that really shows her intake on the the difference or the different level of play Mm -hmm. that can happen between you know, biological males and biological females when it comes to that aspect. And also recently I saw an interview by a TMZ reporter or some some uh, paparazzi that caught Caitlyn Jenner mm-hmm. outside of, I don't know, like a shopping center or something. Um, also proposed that question to her. Hey, do you think it's fair for transgender uh, women to compete in sports against uh, other biological women? And mm-hmm. she straight up said, no, I don't think it's fair. I don't think mm-hmm. that... Um, you know, a biological transgender person should be competing against a biological female because mm-hmm. of the strength. I, again, they always bring up mm-hmm. the strength aspect of it. And I, th- I find it pretty, um, I think it's really good that it's coming from athletes themselves. Sure. Um, because, you know, only they know exactly. the work that it takes exactly. to get to where they are now. Exactly. Especially someone like Serena and someone like Caitlin, because Caitlin competed previously sure. Sure. in the Olympics, you know. I and mean, she- when Caitlin uh, was Bruce, when she competed, mm-hmm. Uh, and we're talking about a gold medal mm-hmm. winning athlete mm-hmm. in a male sport. Now talking about after his trans or her transition to a female, mm-hmm. the unlevel or the the unfairness that it would bring mm-hmm. to a female sport. So they truly understand yes. the unfair and inequality that it would bring. Yes, to sports. definitely. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of um, things going on where some of the female athletes who are in you know, sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's, it's big in track and field. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some lawsuits going on right now where really? they're trying to stop um, the transgender females from competing just because of the 
level of disadvantage. I, and I believe this all stemmed from, I don't remember what school or, or the names of the athletes, but uh, I, a few uh, transgender or uh, identifying female athletes compete in track and field and kind of dominated that tournament. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think all of this stemmed from. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Again, uh, you know, kind of pinning back to, again, like, you know, the actual, the female, the women athletes feeling like they've worked so hard and, yeah. you know, never, there would never be a chance for them sure. to attain that sure. number one spot or sure. even get close. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, the, the transgender athletes as well mm -hmm. have worked just as hard and put in as much time. Mm -hmm. um, I think it would be fair if you want to be an athlete, go ahead. If you want to compete, go ahead. But I mm -hmm. think if you're a transgendered female, it might be, I guess, less controversial for you to just compete in the sport of mm -hmm. your biological makeup, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Or even not to segregate or separate them from everybody else, but maybe create a third division where, mm -hmm. you know, there's that co- the coexisting coexisting mm -hmm. athletes or um, some type of tournament where they can compete and where, whether it be exactly. man woman or transgender exactly. or whichever it, whichever See, however yeah. you identify there will be a, a tournament for them that as would well. be pretty cool if yeah i think that would division. be cool yeah that would be yeah. cool like a third division so anyone that would want to join in would be exactly. very inclusive of everyone exactly actually. it'd be That'd very be inclusive cool. of everyone and it wouldn't jeopardize you know mm -hmm. the female or male sports in that or the the competition in that mm -hmm. sport That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea, doctor. Good idea. I, I, I mean, it's just something I thought about because mm -hmm. I know um, there's a lot of um, people in uh, politics right now that are trying to um, give them the right to compete. Mm -hmm. And I know uh, one of them is uh, U.S. Secretary of Education, Miguel Cardona, mm -hmm. um, that he's trying to to get transgender girls to have the right to compete. And I know mm -hmm. there's a lot of states and a lot of legislature against it, mm -hmm. uh, but there's also, you know, some people that are for it. Yeah. Uh, but personally, you know, I haven't really heard of a lot of people, you know, whether it be in the public or mm -hmm. private conversation that have said, yeah, I think they should compete. Yeah. It's fair. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really hard to find somebody I think that says it's fair. And when it comes to professional athletes, yeah, exactly. I think that says a lot. A lot. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, again, you don't want to take away that right from them. Sure. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, everyone really deserves that, you know, the sure. fair competition. Yeah. And, you know, not to take away sports from um, people who are in the transgender community. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I could see where a lot of people come from mm -hmm. saying it might be unfair. Yeah, exactly. For them to compete against. And this is primarily we're talking about a, a male who transitioned to female mm -hmm. competing against biological females is mm -hmm. primarily what we're talking about. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it would be a little unfair for mm -hmm. the sport if that were to, to and, happen. And I don't know, like personally, if I was a male who transitioned, I think mm -hmm. just personally within me, yeah. I would want knowing my genetic makeup, I would want to yeah. compete yeah. against those who or stronger than me even. So I would, I would like a challenge. Yeah, of course. You know, I wouldn't sure. want to make it easy on myself because then I wouldn't feel yeah. like I earned it. Yeah. You know, it's like me competing in school against, if I was a senior against ninth graders. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, it, it's, I feel you. It, it's a different, yeah. it's a huge difference. It's, I mean, and we can't sit here and say, we know what they're going through yeah. or what, what, how they're feeling at the time mm -hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. Everyone has a right to, you know, do what they want, feel how they want. Mm -hmm. You know, they, Obviously, 
you know, they're going through a transition. They want to be identified as a female. Mm -hmm. They have every right to be identified as a female. Mm -hmm. So it might be disheartening to them to not be able to compete against people who they see as equal to them. Exactly. So that's mm -hmm. where it gets a little bit tricky mm -hmm. and it kind of sucks. Yeah. But I can see, you know, kind of both sides of the story where, yeah. you know, hey, it's not fair. Hey, who's who are you to say it's not fair or fair? Mm -hmm. And then you take bring science into it and then yeah. it just becomes a big mess. So I think creating a third division division would be pretty cool to see i think yeah but then again you think about it and then it, like if it's not fair to this person then it's not fair to this person yeah. as well it's, it's so a lose-lose it's, it's a lose-lose situation it, it regardless yeah, yeah it is it, it's a it's a very touchy subject um to get on but i mm -hmm. think it's nice to see athletes give their input mm -hmm. because those are the ones who are really going to be affected at the end of the day exactly um and you know, let's just be honest, a lot of high school athletes are just doing it for fun anyways. They're not mm -hmm. really competing, but we're talking about obviously the elite level yes. athletes that are transitioning mm -hmm. into college level. And then where does it, where do we draw the line? Yeah. Professional leagues and then the Olympics. Exactly. Where do we exactly. draw the line? That's, that's the big question that we're going to get into. And again, you know, as a physician, as someone who studied biology and human makeup and things like that, there is a huge difference between a male athlete and a female athlete. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like the female athletes who dedicate their life to sports, it would be mm -hmm. really unfair to them mm -hmm. if a male were to transition to a female and then enter their sport. Their, sp their field. Would, yeah, their field or sport. It would be dif really difficult for them to compete at a higher level, mm -hmm. a high level like when, the transitioning person. When at the end of the day, a, a human body has its limitations. Exactly. You know, like a female's body will have its limitations. A male's body will exactly. have its limitations. As much as someone can work towards, you know, working higher and higher, um, you know, the body can only take a certain amount of, exactly. you know, stress and pressure. Sure. And then now that we're on this conversation of LGBTQ plus doctor, mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if you've heard about the, um, the situation in Claremont high school where they released information of a student's death, a transgender student's oh, no. death. Yeah. And what's a big buzz right now and definitely made the community and friends and students feel kind of a little upset is that mm -hmm. the student, sorry, not the student, the school released, um, kind of like a, um, a press release mm -hmm. on essentially this student. And they mentioned that the name was the given name, not the name that she chose. So the, the name that her parents chose yes, the, for her, mm -hmm, her born, her, oh, her no. birth given name. So I, I, what are your thoughts on that as a parent? As a parent, it would be kind of hard, I mm -hmm. guess, if they just for the honor of my child, mm -hmm. you know, if my child was going through a situation where, you know, they started to kind of identify as a female, kind of going through a name change and things mm -hmm. like that, just to honor them, I think, if they were to pass, God forbid, mm -hmm. um, with the name that they wish to be recognized, recognized as, as mm -hmm. I think that would be a little bit more respectful yeah. to them and the family mm -hmm. than to release the name of their kind of they're given the one that was under the registry under system the registry the system sure i yeah. just feel that the school really failed in doing yeah, their research i think so with this um yeah. because that's that's honestly the rule the, the 101 in journal 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 yeah. journalism 101 sure you, it's it's the fact that you have to get names right exactly you have to do your research exactly you have to triple check quadruple check to make sure that you're getting everything exactly. right because you never want to publish anything exactly that is incorrect especially this in today's day and age mm -hmm. where you know things are a little bit 
more, you have to be a little bit more sensitive how you approach certain subjects mm -hmm. and, you know, write certain articles exactly. and how to reference or, mm -hmm. um, you know, make sure you're getting um, people's um, information, information correct. correctly, their pronouns correct. Mm -hmm. um, that's a big thing right now. And for mm -hmm. them to drop the ball and yeah, not address the student as in, in the name that she wished to be named mm -hmm. kind of sucks. It's a huge mistake. Yeah, that's a very, huge very mistake. mistake. And I, as a parent, I would be really upset. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. it, it also says in the um, article that the school hasn't even, you know, responded to any of the claims I mean, that people are throwing at them. That would be hard. What school was it? This is uh, Claremont, Claremont High, school? High School. Yeah, Claremont, California. Man, that's close to home. That is close to home. Very yeah. close. That's right down the street, actually, about 15 minutes away. Did they say how the student passed? Not to like, no, I, do, I, I don't think it says anything. I, I, I wouldn't, I didn't want to read on how the student passed yeah, either. It's yeah. a little, you know, it's a young student. It's sure. Very sad. I think she was in what, ninth grade? Yeah, very, Man. very young. She was young. That sucks. I would like to see Claremont High School release something and say, sorry, we made a mistake exactly. or own up to it, right? Own up to it. Or at least, you know, maybe who know, maybe they didn't have the student recognizes that name mm -hmm. in their system mm -hmm. or something maybe that could be a reason but reg honestly, regardless they should release something exactly saying and they then apologize. even if it was like an honest mistake sure. again you know apologize for that exactly you know their friends family letting them know that that's yeah. not what her name was exactly mm -hmm. that's that sucks but hopefully they do right and uh, correct that issue and and of course we send our um, condolences yes, to the family of definitely. chloe vivian Kreutzer. yes my con our condolences to you guys mm -hmm. um it's never hard to see Mm -hmm. A younger person pass, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. especially in high school. I had I had a few friends in our, our day at high school mm -hmm. that passed, and you know it was really hard on this yeah. the community as a whole, mm -hmm. not just the students as a whole. The yeah. whole school was affected by yeah. the person passing or the group of people who passed. Yeah. Um, you know, their friends, their cousins, family members, yeah, um, and. The last thing you would want to see is them not recognized as the person that they are mm -hmm. and the person that we think of when we think of them. So um, that is something I wish to see Claremont High School kind of correct. Mm -hmm. So Eileen, jumping back to kind of the world of sports, mm -hmm. um, this is a topic we've covered a lot. Um, the Olympics coming up in Japan. Yes, so, we have covered it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm looking forward to I'm so excited to see. But I heard that... A lot of the volunteers, I think the number was like 10,000 volunteers are now leaving or abandoning the Olympics or being part of the Olympics. And I know the community as a whole is really protesting against the Olympics coming to Japan. Why? I haven't heard too much about because this. Of COVID, because of oh, COVID. Because of COVID. I see. I see. Yeah. Everything always ties back to COVID. Everything ties back to COVID. <laughs> so... It's going to be really tough if they were to consider canceling the Olympics. Yeah, that's wow. This is it would be two years major, I mean, maybe more even. I know. Honestly, depending on the curvature of COVID and the cases. I know that's that's insane. That's actually saying a lot coming from the volunteer yeah. standpoint. That's yeah. really saying, you know, they're going to be workers. Obviously, they're not being sure, paid for sure. this. They were, they're essentially scared to risk their lives to go to a sporting event, they a are. worldwide sporting event where there's a potential of catching COVID. Yeah. I think the, I think the community of Japan mm -hmm. or the people of Japan and Tokyo are really Re nervous. They're not, they're nervous about it. They're reevaluating. Is this good for us or not? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but man, would it suck for these athletes yeah. to have to go through a cancellation of 
Olympic Games, which would be devastating. Wow. So, I mean, if you think about it, do you think there would ever be a cancellation or just a postponement again? Like I said on a previous episode, I don't know if they'll be able to postpone it anymore because mm -hmm. it's going to start trickling into further further the other Olympics that are coming up, like the Winter Olympics. Mm -hmm. Um, you have the World Cup coming up. You have mm -hmm. a lot of different, the Women's World Cup. There's a lot of things that come after the World Cup. Yeah. And if you start, or after the Olympics, if you start trickling into those, it's mm -hmm. going to be very difficult to kind of have it mm -hmm. in general. I mean, I'm picturing now if you cancel the event, it's going to be eight years in between. Which if, would if be crazy it, because yeah. a lot of athletes, think about how many athletes are missing their window of opportunity. I mean, you have a small window of opportunity yeah. as an athlete. Mm hmm to qualify for the Olympics, mm -hmm. you know, some of them make it and you never hear from them again. Some of yeah. them obviously go on to multiple Olympics, but yeah. you have a really small window of your peak athletic performance. And if you miss that window. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's it. Devastating. That devastating. I couldn't even devastating. imagine. Devastating. I mean, so every time the Olympics are held, they're held in a different country. Sure. Would they ever consider possibly doing like a smaller only like just whoever's necessary and the athlete. I think that's a good idea. What I think they really need to? to just really limit or not allow anyone to travel mm -hmm. to the area mm -hmm. except for athletes, trainers, mm -hmm. and things of that nature that are heavily involved in the Olympics. Yes, yes. And let the athletes compete mm -hmm. kind of like they did with basketball and football last year. Exactly. I feel like that's what it's going to come down to. I think that's the only way that they can continue, make it happen. Exactly. That's, I think, their only angle at this point. Mm -hmm. If Japan is protesting or the people of Japan are protesting, mm -hmm. that's going to affect a lot of things. Japan not only is spending a lot of money, but they're expecting to make a lot of money. Exactly. And if the people of their own country don't attend the events mm -hmm. or buy from the vendors or you know help the economy of Japan, Japan grow, mm -hmm then it might be difficult for them to put on such an event at wow. all. So wow. that's something they have to consider as well. Yeah. Again, I, you know, we have this country and no other country has a say over what Japan decides. Exactly. Sure. Um, so at this point, I, I'm going to go ahead and just support whatever dissent. Wow. Whatever Japan decides. Yeah. And our Olympic yeah. committee has to really make a decision as well. They need mm -hmm. to let these athletes know before, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, sooner exactly. than later, whether they're going to be able to compete. But hopefully, you know, we're wishing for the best. I think mm -hmm. as far as now, it's still on. This mm -hmm. was a story I heard about last week. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully by, um, you know, the next couple of weeks or so, Olympics is not far away, we'll be able to hear a little bit more about it. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. very true. Oh, I couldn't imagine being an athlete. I couldn't imagine. Honestly, I mean, just being... Someone even in the professional <laughs> industry, you do have a small time I frame know. and a small window you to do. you know make set up your life. This is essentially them setting up yeah, their lives. Yeah, I mean, think wow. about think about like a basketball player. Let's say LeBron James. Mm -hmm. I, well, he's not a good example because he's he's been amazing <laughs> his whole career. But so let's say for example, a, a NBA player from year four to year let's say twelve. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference in yeah. the athletic or peak performance that they're going to give mm -hmm. or the level of skill they have mm -hmm. compared to year 12. It, it's it's just not the same unless you're obviously an elite athlete like a yeah. Kobe or a LeBron. I mean, where it doesn't matter. But mm -hmm. a lot of these Olympic athletes are, are at their peak mm -hmm. during that time. Exactly. Of the Olympics. And it's rare. It's very rare. It's very rare. Again, imagine, you know, being a recruiter and recruiting, you know, a freshly out of college, 22, 23 year old. Exactly. Versus recruiting a 30 year old. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, how do, how do you, as a college athlete, wake mm -hmm. up in the morning to compete when you know there's going to be no Olympics <sighs> for six, 
what, six years. That is a huge, and right? again, six years go by and you're yeah. much older by that know, time. Your body yeah. isn't what it was before. Yeah, it sucks. Oh my gosh. Imagine you were somebody who's been training for five years now. Wow. That's crazy. I know that is so crazy. Insane. I, I hope it happens because I, <laughs> not only as a fan, I love it, but for the athletes, I really hope it happens. I really, I, same, honestly. <laughs> and I hope this is the last time we talk about it. The next time we bring up the Olympics, we're going to be talking hopefully about the, the performance of the athletes and <laughs> Team USA kicking butt. Hopefully there's positive the news. Yeah. Hopefully positive news. Go Team USA. Let's do it. So doctor, we've actually um, been getting a lot of calls from patients with this June 15th mandate coming. Oh, about the mask. Yeah. So everyone's <laughs> asking like, hey, do I still have to wear my mask? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, I know Governor Newsom came up with the June 15 deadline. Uh -huh. And I know recently he's kind of gone back on his word where mm -hmm. he's like, I heard workplaces and doctor's offices and stuff like that still have to require masks before mm -hmm. entering into the facility. He's still basically saying, even though there's the June 15 date, mm -hmm. we're still under a state of emergency and you have to wear your mask. Exactly. So I really don't know what angle he's taking, but mm -hmm. it's really weird that we're still in a gray zone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's actually... Even though he took kind of took his word back, I think that's a, a really good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it gives protection to employees. Yes. Um, and yes. instead of, you know, them not having to wear their masks, you know, it, it forces I them think, to yeah, on I their think, free time if they want to take it off. Exactly. Go ahead. That's on them. You know? I think it opens up a window where if you want to still wear a mask, mm -hmm. you can still say or have some backing by the government mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay to still wear your mask if you want to wear your mask. Exactly. It's 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 a touchy subject though. Mm -hmm. It's really touchy subject. Masks I don't have always been. <laughs> I know people are so against wearing a mask. Yeah. And I really think a lot of people are still gonna wear their mask. Personally, mm -hmm. I feel more comfortable in a doctor's office setting wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. And even before COVID, I would wear a mask when a patient's sick. Yeah, exactly. Um I just don't want to get sick sick <laughs> and i don't want to be made fun of in public if i'm wearing a mask yeah it's like a social thing i know now, right? i know like let me wear my mask if i want to wear my mask yeah it's like no one should judge me right i personally don't wear the mask because of covid anymore i just feel more comfortable wearing it yourself some, i mean i i'm in a field where people breathe a lot like yeah Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out. And I get blown on a lot. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to be blown at. And you really come face to face with these patients. I know, I do. It's like <laughs> super close in a cl close proximity, mm -hmm. a small treatment room. Mm -hmm. Our treatment rooms are fairly large, but um, I just don't want to put my, I don't, I don't know. Want to be breathed on. I know, I don't want to be breathed on. Let me wear my mask, even, man. Honestly, even before COVID, <laughs> I'm not sure if you've ever been like in a really tight line somewhere yeah. where you could feel someone's hot breath yeah, on your neck. I'm I mean, just, I don't even want it on my neck. Listen, I love wearing a mask. <laughs> I don't mind wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously when I'm like, you know, breathing hard, I'm mm -hmm. like in the doing muscle work on somebody or adjusting mm -hmm. people. I get tired and I'm breathing a little bit heavier. If I have a mask on, it's tougher mm -hmm. to do my job. But, you know, I'm, I'm a, I feel a lot more safe. I feel a lot more comfortable. I don't know. I just got used to it and I, I just want to wear it. I don't, I don't know. Just think of it as like training your lungs. Right. Hold your breath. You can hold your breath longer <laughs> underwater or something. I was getting ridiculed <laughs> on uh, social media that I'm getting paid to... Uh -huh. <laughs> advertise the vaccine and tell people to get the vaccine and wear a mask. I wish and we I'm were just getting like, paid. Listen, listen, I'm a physician. I took an oath to protect mm -hmm. my patients and I'm not going to go against um, 
you know, what I believe in and what I feel is right, whether I believe in the vaccine or not, it's up to you to make your own decision if you want to get it or not. I mm-hmm. will never ridicule somebody for not getting the vaccine or not mm-hmm. wanting to get the vaccine or not wearing a mask, not wanting to wear a mask. But when you come in my facility mm-hmm. or somebody else's workplace or somebody mm-hmm. else's business, please just respect their wishes. And mm-hmm. if they want you to wear a mask and you don't want to wear a mask, Please do so. Please do so or go somewhere else. I mean, it's really simple. It's like that. You know, when you go to someone's house and they're like, hey, can you take off, take your, off shoes? your shoes? Yeah, yeah. I, I just think of it like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's no. Why would I not take off my shoes? I'm Honestly. entering your home. You invited me to your home. I'm going to respect your home. Exactly. And I'm going to take off my shoes. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's the same same thing. It's the exact same thing. But then you have <laughs> places like Texas, right? Mm-hmm. I read today that Texas is um, not requiring businesses or it's becoming illegal or mm-hmm. To, to make people show you their vaccine card before they enter into workplace mm-hmm. or before they travel or anything like that. So they're, they're taking, if you've been vaccinated or not off the table, they don't mm-hmm. care. The state is now open. Okay. How do you feel about that? I think I agree with the making it illegal to show your vaccine card because at the end of the day, that's sure. your medical right. You sure. don't have to show anyone your medical you know history. You don't have to show I them. Agree. It, it, it's again it's like showing someone like your blood pressure or your yeah. medical record yeah. something like that exactly. because it is a medical record it is just if if you're truly someone who feels uncomfortable with that just wear your mask that, that's agree. really it and if someone next to you isn't really going to wear a mask you know protect yourself that's the, the best thing you could do is protect yourself protect yourself mm-hmm. protect your family mm-hmm. but even though the government is mm-hmm. not requiring things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you can go into person's you know business or workplace Mm -hmm. and refuse to wear a mask if they want you to i completely agree with that as well i mean when it comes down to a business sure you know it's it's i think of it as the same thing as stepping into someone's home sure they're allowing you to enter their business no shoes no shirt no mask no service yeah and that it's as simple as that i don't understand what people are arguing i know i know but again a lot of people are anti you know, mm-hmm. they feel like we're being duped or fooled and they have every right to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You feel how you want to feel. I don't judge mm-hmm. you or how you feel. Um, but there's also people who respect what the CDC say and mm-hmm. what think people like, you know, your physician will say, hey, wear a mask, get mm-hmm. vaccinated. People respect that and they take it to heart mm-hmm. and they shouldn't be, you know, demonized for it or made fun of or ridiculed mm-hmm. for. They're identifying as a, wa- a mask wearer. Yeah, I'm just wondering where common decency and respect left, when it left and where it went. I know. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it either. I just, I don't think anybody should be berated for their decision. Right, right. But again, if, if someone's going to ask you to do something and you're stepping into their place, their bubble, their zone. I know. Just, just respect it. Like, I know. It's really not that hard. I don't, honestly, even though June 15 is coming up next week mm-hmm. or it's, soon. Oh, it's a week away. Is huh? it a week or yeah. soon? On Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know when. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel comfortable not wearing a mask. <laughs> I went on my little trip this weekend and nobody was wearing a mask. I, I was like double masking. With your friends or yeah, like in friend. public? In public. The oh. whole public. The whole city wasn't wearing. What city was this? It's Temecula. Temecula. Yeah. And I was like, where? I was like, there was no sight of any mask. I yeah. was double masking yeah. it. I was like, anyone can say whatever they yeah. want. I am not taking I mean, I recently went to a wedding. Uh-huh. Um, maybe like three or four weeks ago where uh-huh. no one was wearing a mask. Uh-huh. 
And I felt super uncomfortable at first, but then it's like, okay, these are like my friends and family. Like, yeah. I trust. Very close friends. If they were to come to my home, they mm -hmm. probably wouldn't wear a mask anyways. Mm -hmm. um, so I felt comfortable in that setting. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the people that were there were vaccinated mm -hmm. and it was just like a good time. Everyone yeah. was out to have a good time. Mm -hmm. No one was mask this, mask that. And again, some people were wearing masks, some people mm -hmm. weren't. Mm -hmm. um, but it was really nice to not wear a mask. <laughs> oh, man. You know what this brought me back to? I was thinking of when all of this mask mandate started, you know, back in like 2020, March 2020. I would say yeah. exactly the middle of March um, when I went to a party and the COVID was really, really yeah, new. Yeah. And no one even wanted to hug each other. I we know. were like, hey, arms distance away. Yeah. And yep, I was like, the, yep. it, it kind of feels like that again, where it's like, are you, are we good? Are we not I know. Good? It's like that like gray zone where yeah. it's like some days you, f you feel like no COVID is gone. Some days you feel like it's back again yeah. and like there's new stories mm -hmm. and people caught it and this mm -hmm. and that. And mm -hmm. now that people are traveling, it's more apparent and mm -hmm. people are bringing other strands in and things of that nature. So it's been interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, now that we're on this topic of vaccinations, I do know the state of California is giving, or not even the state, but like a bunch of companies are giving incentive to get a vaccine. Shut <laughs> up. What kind of incentive are you going to get? I know. Okay. So here's some. So um, one of them that I did find was that certain stores or certain businesses, if you're getting the vaccine, they'll give you like 48 hours of paid time off or like what? show us your vaccine card and we'll give you 20% off of the, at our stores. Hold on, hold on. Just random stuff. Businesses are doing this to their Businesses, employees, to their and, employees. And, and customers? Mm -hmm. oh well, not, not customers, but like oh, their employees. The so employees. like let's say for example, oh, I don't know, um, Apple. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think Apple is one of them. Is it? They're saying if you get your vaccine... Um, and, you know, show us proof that you're going to go get your shot. Huh. We're going to give you, um, you know, P PTO, basically. Like, here's wow. 60 hours of PTO. Go ahead, take it. Shoot. Or they're, yeah, it. they're giving them <laughs> discounts. And I was like, that's pretty awesome. That's, I mean, honestly, if you're, if you're planning on getting it, use it and abuse it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all these companies are definitely giving discounts. And like I said, if you have that card, go online. There's a bunch of websites wow. that list all the companies. So use it and abuse it so if you can. So there's a lot of, lot of people that are in on this, not <laughs> yeah, just a while. A lot, a lot of people. Did you hear about that thing where Governor Newsom selected, like he did like a random lottery and selected people to win $50,000 <laughs> if they've been vaccinated? Did you hear about this? I did hear about that. Oh, oh my, my God. Like what the hell's going on? Like 50,000 people to mm -hmm. 15 people. That's wow. a lot of freaking taxpayer money that Wait, you're just giving away. Is this 50000 per person per person, for 15 people? Per person. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Each person selected wins $50,000 for being vaccinated. And he did a stupid, like, lottery oh drawing. And I'm just, I, I read the story mm -hmm. and I literally almost threw my phone on the floor. Cause Why? Because you didn't win? Yeah, because I didn't win. But... <laughs> I would have liked to have been considered, but I don't know where nobody in my county won, but wow. unless that's a different story. But <laughs> why are you giving away $50,000 to 15 people for getting vaccinated? That's insane. Wait, I want to run the calculation. $50,000 times 15. That's insane. Okay. To times, think about. Okay. Let me, hold on. Hold that's on. a lot of freaking this money. Is, I this is how much the state of California is. Wow. It's like, what? Seven. $750,000. Yeah. It's crazy. That could have gone to something. There's a lot of people that are struggling right now. That seven hundred fifty thousand dollars can could really help a lot of people. Absolutely, I, mean, I agree. Jesus Christ, people are jobless. People are homeless. People are 
Yeah. So back on rent, back on utilities, and you're giving away $50,000 to somebody who got a vaccine just for getting a vaccine that we're supposed to have gotten to protect us? And I, what I don't understand it is it was given to people... Well, the winnings were given to people who already have received the vaccine. Yes. So it's not even like a, hey, get a vaccine and be, and you'll entered. be entered. No, it's something. Pre- okay, that makes yeah. no sense. Like why? why How is that? Money? <laughs> it's just, it's the people just already nonsense. got it, right? It's, I just think this is a very ridiculous way to uh, incentivize people to get yeah, the vaccine. That was a huge waste of money. <laughs> Big waste of money. Why do we talk about the vaccine so much? I mean, God, it's why just, is it so in the forefront of news? It's just everywhere. I mean, God, literally, it is everywhere. It's crazy. You know, COVID you know end already. We're so lucky to live in a country as developed as the one that we live in. I know. People in other countries don't even have an opportunity to get tested. And we have people Which here denying crazy. it. You know? I know. But it's okay. Every, mm-hmm. Again, everyone has their own. Do what you want. If you want to mm-hmm. get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, don't. And again, I do not get paid. To promote the vaccine. Solely opinion. <laughs> I wish I did, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, um, doctor, did you hear the story of the, you know, unfortunately, this little six-year-old boy who was murdered on the freeway in here in Orange yeah, County? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's been all over the news lately. So some positive light to that, you know, um, two suspects were arrested. And, you know, I just got the breaking news right before making this podcast that oh. they were actually charged. Um, Good. The guy, he As was charged. Be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, his name is Marcus Anthony Aries. He's been charged with murder and his girlfriend, Winnie Lee, she was charged with an accessory after the fact. Crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. And I'm so crazy. happy they finally caught them. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. time I see this story, I kind of just scroll by it real quick because yeah. as a father of a younger child, I don't mm-hmm. want it. I don't want to hear about yeah, or read about stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, it doesn't take much to just yeah. get past road rage and drive off. I mean... You should never kill somebody for stupid stuff like that. I'm, I I don't know exactly what the road rage was, but yeah. if it was as something as simple as like cutting someone off, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So nobody should ever, I mean, road rage, not road rage, pull out a gun on a freeway mm-hmm. and shoot at a vehicle, yeah. period. You do yeah. not know who is in that car. Mm-hmm. You do not know who you, whose lives you're affecting. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be that person. At the end of the day, it's not even worth it it's to not. fight with someone on the freeway. Yeah. It's not. You, again, you never know yeah. who's out there, crazy people who honestly just genuinely don't yeah. care. And yeah. I, I honestly, I, I offer my condolences to the family as well. Big mm-hmm. time. And, you know, the people you're driving next to, you don't know what kind of mood they're in. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've had a shitty day. Maybe mm-hmm. they're going through some time. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. And we don't you want gotta, to be on You got to be careful. <laughs> very, very You got to be careful. So, Eileen, did you hear about the a student in North Carolina was denied his diploma because he had the Mexico flag on his back when I, walking across the stage? I did hear about that. How crazy is that? That, honestly, that's, it's, I think it's so dumb that they denied his diploma. That's just because, it's mind-blowing to me. It is. It's very mind-blowing. If you think about it, like when you go to a college graduation or any other high school graduation, this is allowed. A student's representing his, his he's proud to be Mexican. Yeah. I mean, they said he violated the dress code. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a flag of a country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyone should be able to represent their country. Exactly. I don't think that's in violation of any mm-hmm. dress code. At all. And he earned his diploma. He so did. by that time... Um, I don't, I don't, I really, I'm, it's upsetting to see that. I don't know why they denied him his diploma. That's crazy. Out of, I don't know if it came from possibly like a racist standpoint where they see that or if they want to claim mean, that it's a violation of their, 
of their dress code. I mean, people wear sandals. I know. To graduation. I know. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, I, I just, I was mind blown when I saw mm-hmm. that. I was Me so too. upset because this kid probably might be the first of his mm-hmm. family to ever go to high school and graduate mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. go accepted to college. He's trying to rep his country. Mm-hmm. You know, why would he be denied a diploma just because he's wearing mm-hmm. something as respectful of the flag of his own home? Yeah. Like, how is that any disrespect? You see boxers and fighters and mm-hmm. all types of athletes doing the same thing. Why mm-hmm. would it be any different for him? I really to don't violate know. a dress code. It, exactly. It's just it it it's really frustrating to see that you know this escalated to this point. But you know he does have a lot of support behind him. Yeah. And I'm sure they retract um, whatever it is that they said and give him his diploma. I mean, if you're trying to make make a lesson or mm-hmm. teach students a lesson don't mm-hmm. violate the dress code that's not the right way to do it exactly exactly not with them but not with a, somebody's high school flag mm-hmm. or not high school their country country's flag on their mm-hmm. back that's just crazy mm-hmm. that They're i think tr- it was the the the, the uh, principal who did it too oh wow yeah wow. so i'm very eager to see what she has to say about it or where mm-hmm. her mindset mm-hmm. was at the time mm-hmm. and i i don't think it came from uh a place of filing dress code. I really, I just can't believe that. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it either. Honestly, no, not at all. No, not at all. I've seen students like, you know, decorate their caps, decorate like um, yeah. a bunch of their gowns, and wear like a bunch of lays or yeah. wear a bunch of things. Yeah, and that I mean, essentially, that would be violating your dress code too, wouldn't yeah. it? And then again, he's not in school anymore. School's yeah. finished, so he's no longer a yeah. student. He's just there for a ceremony to collect his diploma. Exactly. And dip. He's no longer under the school's supervision or care or whatever exactly yeah mm-hmm. you're attending a ceremony mm-hmm. that you paid for and earned mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i remember high school graduation people just wore whatever the hell they wanted underneath their gown exactly they decorated their hat mm-hmm. some people brought in like posters mm-hmm. and like blow horns mm-hmm. and like i mean what it was am- damn near dodger stadium outfield <laughs> at the pasadena <laughs> civic center yeah and like when you're up on stage, it's celebra- It's a celebratory thing. Exactly. Why would you exactly. kill the vibe of the entire ceremony oh, just man. because somebody had a Mexican flag? I would have been really upset if I was his family, right? honestly. I, I probably, again, I would have done the same thing. I would have oh, called all the killed, media sources. Yeah. <laughs> I would have took my kid out of the graduation mm-hmm. and... Made it a whole dramatic scene, I would have right? made a whole dramatic scene if, if they would have done that. Mm-hmm. And I can see other people doing the same thing. I exactly. mean, he's probably not the only Mexican student mm-hmm. exactly. at the high school. Exactly. Right? And, and, and no, I don't think he would be. What? The only Mexican student in this high school? No, I said he's not the only Mexican. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure, you know, other Mexican parents or Mexican students saw this flag and cheered for him as well because they understand, you know, uh, as you said earlier, that he's probably the first generation. So for sure. I just feel that. You know, as someone, myself, even as a first generation student who did graduate high school in my family, that's something I'm very proud of and hold with me. It's a part of who I am and I want to showcase that to the world. I Mm -hmm. mean, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Not a thing. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So if he had an American flag, would you think she would have let him walk across the stage? Yeah. She she probably would have been cheering herself too. Right. So, you know, fortunately for him, he did get his diploma. Okay, good. And after so much, you know, pushback from the community and I know a lot of you know, supporters, because sure. obviously even you and I are able to see that this is something that's very wrong on their behalf, yeah. you know, denying him something that he deserves and worked for. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the only right 
outcome I could see is them mm-hmm. giving it to him. But still, the public mm-hmm. um, humility that this kid probably had to go mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. is is really yeah, exactly stupid for the outcome of him still getting his diploma. Yeah, like imagine at the end of the day. Imagine walking at your graduation ceremony with your flag on your way up to get your diploma. And they say proud too, proud, proud, exactly. Proudly walking over there and they say no, denying you right in front of everyone. I know. That must have been heartbreaking for him. Heartbreaking. And and listen, we're proud to be from other countries. We're also Mm -hmm. proud to be Americans, Mm -hmm. but we should have the right to Mm -hmm. not be discriminated against, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, doctor, I think this is beautiful, you know, yeah. that people are able to showcase where they're from. Yeah. You know, it's called the United States for a reason, sure. because we're, we all should be united. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and it's great that he finally got his diploma. And it was nice to see the support that he got Absolutely. for that outrage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now that we're on the topic of school, doctor, I'm not sure if you've um, heard, but Kim Kardashian or it was reported that Kim Kardashian <laughs> um, failed her baby bar oh, exam. No. <laughs> she um, supposedly failed it with a 474 out of a 560. And mind you, I'm in no way, shape or yeah. form a Kardashian fan, but she was being ridiculed online and yeah. It actually kind of made me a little sad because I think anyone that's trying to improve themselves and do better. And mind you, she's, you know, someone who hasn't had everything handed to her in life. She's working towards something. And specifically her, because I know she's working for for the rights of inmates who were unjustly imprisoned. Yes, yes, she is. she's, She's someone that, you know didn't pass and according to statistics as i looked it up you have a 25 percent chance of passing the first time mm-hmm. and a 16 percent chance of taking it so of it passing decreases the, every time you take the it. second time yeah. decreases that's insane that is something that is, significantly hard to do so what the baby bar means basically is that you never went to law school mm-hmm. and obtained your juris doctorate degree mm-hmm. right so she basically went into this as a person you know, who did her own studying and her mm-hmm. own, took her own time to um, be able to take the bar exam, mm-hmm. to become an attorney and a lawyer, to do good for, like you said, the inmates. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever seen um, the show, mm-hmm. you know, Keeping Up with the Kardashians when it was on, I'm not sure if it's, I think they're in their last season now. They may be, yes. Mm-hmm. She's actually a really good hearted person, mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. She, always has like segments where she did like detective work or Mm -hmm. like she always did like good for people and has Mm -hmm. always tried to do um you know bring light to inmates who have been wrongfully accused and things like that so she she did it with good intention yeah exactly she didn't just do it as a privileged person Mm -hmm. she didn't do it just to say hey i could do it Mm -hmm. she's doing it for a reason and i think it was a really cool Mm -hmm. um you know, thing for her to try to do. And I really hope it works out for her. Absolutely. I really do too. You know, everyone always wants to talk crap about her, her family, but I think this is really something, you know, honorable for her to do. Sure. And then she's doing it with an intention. And now that you're mentioning, you know, her, her family, her show, I do know that her, before her her father passed, that he yeah. did instill in her and her siblings sure. that they should give back to the community. Exactly. I think I've seen, you know, previous older episodes where yeah. they, on holidays, they go out and then, you know, give back essentially yeah. and volunteer yeah. their time. So yeah. I, I really feel that it's coming, you know, from yeah. her heart and sure. she's really very well intentioned when, sure. when, with her intentions in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think she's trying to, you know, follow her father's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the Kardashian, 
um, children really admired their father and, mm -hmm. and loved their father. And I think this was a way for her to kind of say, you know, I'm going to represent my family just like my father did. Mm -hmm. And somebody of her stature can really change a lot of lives mm -hmm. if she uses that exactly law degree and, exactly. and the way that she's intending to do so i think it'd be a great thing to see it, it sucks that people are ridiculing her for mm -hmm. this i think it just comes from uh mm -hmm. jealousy or yeah mm -hmm. just a bad place yeah so especially since it's a kardashian exactly so i totally applaud her and i wish her the very yeah. best in her um you know venture into yeah be, it'll be it'll be cool to see her kind of achieve it mm -hmm. and, and it also will you know give people that hope that hey if if I didn't go to law school mm -hmm. or, you know, if I'm a high school student, I want to be a lawyer, mm -hmm. I, I could do it. There's she a path to it. If I want to do it, there's a path to it. Absolutely. And you can get there whether you go to law school or not. There's a path to it. Mm -hmm. Follow your dreams and get to it. Absolutely. I agree. Again, touching back to last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> touching follow back your to dreams. Follow right? your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now that we're talking about law and law students and stuff, there's actually a very touching subject I ran into on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, essentially that a man named Edward Martell um who was actually a drug dealer mm -hmm. um and he was you know charged and brought into court and it was in that court that one of the or the judge that was presiding over his case told him you know you could be doing better with your life sure you shouldn't be doing this and this man edward he really took that to heart mm -hmm. and for him, it meant a lot for yeah. a judge to tell him that. Sure. So what he did was he actually went turned and turned his life around, went to law school. And 20 years later, he's one of the attorneys that is working on cases in that judge's court. Wow. That's amazing. That is amazing. That that's is crazy. It's, it's crazy just how powerful these small wor words can be. But yeah. to someone who is in living a life like that. That can again completely yeah. turn their life around. You, you and really never know it. what you could, what you say mm -hmm. to somebody, and how mm -hmm. it can affect them. Exactly, you never know the state of mind they're in. Yeah. That's something that completely is beautiful. At the yeah, end of the day, definitely. he saved his life. Yeah, mm -hmm. bring, it was just those words. Always bring positivity to people's mm -hmm. lives. Mm -hmm. And I've been hearing a lot about people using COVID as a way to figure out who their real friends are. <laughs> Have you been hearing any chatter about this? Not too much. No, talk like to me. COVID has really shown a lot of people like who are your ride or die mm -hmm. and who just don't care about you that is <laughs> right yeah <laughs> like we've been in yeah. a state of depression a lot of people are going through a lot of mm -hmm. emotional distress because uh -huh. of covid and and being alienated from the world and things like that and it's mm -hmm. it's really over the next i think year you're really going to see who your friends are who wow. your friends aren't that's very true you know now yeah. i'm thinking about it I mean, I was kind of always like very small group. Yeah, yeah. Before me COVID. too. I mean, me too. Yeah. I mean, but like you know, I'm sure even before that, you know, like who your core group of friends are. Yeah. Like you know yeah. who your daily person is. You know. Yeah. And I really think, but I completely agree with you because I do know people who have been struggling yeah. as well. And I know a lot of people who before COVID were, mm -hmm. you know, cool and. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard from them since COVID. <laughs> <laughs> or I haven't seen them since COVID. And it's like yeah. okay. That's fine. I mean, it's completely right? fine. Everyone has their own thing going on. You don't know yeah. what everyone, you know, they may be struggling too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And maybe I haven't been there for them either. Yeah, maybe. You know, so it goes both ways. It goes ways. both ways. You're mm -hmm. right. Yep. So Eileen, have you been hearing what's been going on with the car industry lately? No, tell me. So there's been, due to COVID. Okay. COVID again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's been like some chip shortage that all the new vehicles need to, to mm -hmm. run. 
mm-hmm. and there's lots of like brand new cars that aren't being able to sold. So there's hmm. a shortage of new vehicles right now. Really? And the used car market is insane. Booming, right? Booming. <laughs> I saw a video of a man who purchased a truck in the mid $70,000 range. What? Drove it for 21,000 miles. Okay. And the dealership called him and said, hey, we'd like to buy your truck back from you. Mm-hmm. They offered him $1,000 less than what he bought the truck for. Stop. After a whole year and 21,000 miles on the car. He essentially, I mean, if he does sell it back to them, he essentially got. He came up. That is the best. Com- Do you know what kind of truck it was? I think it was like a Ford. It was like one of those like. Super strong built. Super tough. strong built for what? tough trucks. There's really that big of. Well, okay. There's a huge demand for truck there, uh, for any type of used vehicle right now. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's these very, very lots. True. You'll drive up to a, let's say like a Ford dealership, and mm-hmm. there'll be like ten cars on the lot total. Wow, that when that, there's usually like hundreds. That is very true. It's actually, crazy. yeah. So if you're in the market for a new car, a new car, good luck. I am. If you're <laughs> looking to sell your car right now. This is the honestly the best time. You'll make so much more value. Yeah, but then vehicle. I'll be I'll be without a car and I gotta buy. I know a new that's car, the hard part. So like... You gotta buy a new car. Yeah. So the the used car market right now is insane. Sell a used car. Put that down as a down going, payment. I, I don't know what's going on. Honestly, I don't know what's again, going on. is this? Does, do you think this has something to do with the Tesla thing that Elon Musk announced that they're not going to be making um, the a certain type of car anymore? I have because no clue. I know, I know they have a shortage too. Is this yeah. kind of similar to that? I have no clue. But all I know is there's a chip that's missing from all a these new cars. car, <gasps> and the manufacturer of this chip can't keep up with demand. The demand, wow! And there are no new cars to purchase. Yo, I'm low key bummed because I am kind of looking for a new car. <laughs> Well, you better stick. You better keep your overvalued used car right now, or sell that thing and ride a bike. Because oh my gosh, man! Actually, I could ride my bike here. <laughs> Listen, you come here at least twenty minutes late every morning. If you were to ride a bike, God bless. I'll show up here at eleven. You would not even come. I, I'd get a call from you at ten thirty. Like, hey, I'm still on I'm the still 10 thirty freeway. blocks away. I'm on the ten freeway in Milliken. I'll be there in another twenty five minutes. Imagine on the ten freeway on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to leave my house at like yeah, three in the morning to get crazy, here on time. Crazy. So there's, <laughs> I just, I feel for not only the, the dealerships, but uh-huh. the employees who work at the dealerships mm-hmm. that are, you know, work off commission and their whole job is to sell vehicles. Yeah. Like, how are you it able must. to keep up in a time like this? So, hey, Governor Newsom, why don't you give that $50,000 to help our you know, workers in those industries that aren't doing so well right now. Exactly. They're the ones that really, really need it right now. Right. And not to say that someone who received that $50,000 doesn't need it, but let, uh, let it yeah, be fair. They probably need it yeah. more than not, mm-hmm. but I don't think they should receive $50,000 just for getting a vaccine. That's mm-hmm. an optional thing. Mm-hmm. You should not be rewarded for getting any mm-hmm. type of vaccine mm-hmm. because you cannot force people to get a vaccine exactly. if they don't want it. Exactly. It's advised to get it if mm-hmm. they choose not to mm-hmm. get it. There should never be a reward to incentivize people to get a, a, a vaccine. But I will take that discount at Apple. <laughs> I'll <laughs> take that discount. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if Apple's giving me a discount for having a vaccine card, shoot, Pull I'll take it. Pull that card out. I'll pull it out because, hey, I've been vaccinated, whatever. But <laughs> I'll laminate that to a shirt I'll wear. And you, you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to help people who don't get vaccinated and I'm going to buy them their stuff for a discount too. So, <laughs> good it for you. It works for a double It double. works for everybody. So help everybody out. If you've been vaccinated... 
help people get that 15% off at those stores. So it's been a fun episode, Eileen. I mean, we've covered a lot of cool topics. We'd love to hear your guys' feedback on some of the things that we've talked about, some of the things that you'd like us to talk about or discuss. So mm-hmm. thank you guys again for tuning in. So you can find me on all social media platforms at King of Cracks. And you can find me at Eileen.BTS. I will not be changing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. And that's a wrap. Cut.